0: Locked On Podcast Network presents Locked On Sports Today.
1: LeBron and the revamped Lakers got hot to end the season, but left fans wondering if they were for real. The Grizzlies got an answer the hard way in game one. Also, the Knicks take an early series lead and the Kings prove they're more than just a cute story in Sacramento. I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the can't-miss stories and biggest debates in sports. You're Locked On Sports Today.
0: Searching, searching all major, major sports. sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story.
1: This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit fanduelcom slash locked on today to get started. With just over three minutes to go in the fourth quarter, Jaron Jackson Jr. hit a three pointer to make it 113, 112. Memphis got stuck on 112. The Lakers scored 15 straight in the fourth quarter. Mostly facilitated by, you guessed it, Austin Reeves and the Lakers steal Game One in Memphis. The big question now: John Morant's availability after taking a scary fall in this one. Andy Kamenetsky from Locked On Lakers joins me now, and Andy, we'll get to the John Morant injury here in a second. But how are the Lakers able to finish this game so strong?
2: Well, I mean, you had great showings from the supporting cast. Uh, you, You mentioned Austin Reeves; he had 14 points, five of five from the field, and two assists. In the fourth quarter, Rui Hachimura had, I believe, nine points in in the fourth quarter, um, played extremely well this game. He actually tied a record for the Lakers for scoring off the bench, 29 points in all. And I thought D'Angelo Russell was pretty instrumental just being out there as a wheel greaser. And LeBron talked after the game about his trust in those three down the stretch because LeBron, I'm not going to say he's a bystander because he never is, but he was playing legitimately off ball throughout the the fourth quarter especially down the stretch and letting those other far less seasoned playoff players bring the team home and he talked about just having trust in them and this was working and if it's not broke don't fix it but beyond that being good leadership and inspiring confidence in those guys there's a practical element to that too that those are minutes that lebron james did not have to exert himself Moving forward, as in season 20, age 38, he is trying to you know, get this team into an extended playoff run, try to get themselves into the finals, win his fifth championship. He's doing this while admittedly exhausted. So th- this was frankly a game where LeBron played hard and he played well, but he did not have to carry a thing. That is great for the Lakers moving forward.
1: Yeah, 21-11-5, and and we're talking about how he coasted
2: through parts of this game. I mean, that just sort of speaks. He didn't coast. He didn't coast, but he did not carry. There's a difference. Okay. I I think that's totally fair,
1: but it was weird to see him out there letting Austin Reeves cook. And by the way, Austin Reeves was cooking, and so, okay. Oh, yes, he was. Let him cook, I guess. Um, Speaking of cooking, Jaron Jackson Jr. on the other side, 31 points in this one on 13 of 21 shooting. It, it was it was tough for a lot of the game for the Lakers to to get a handle on what he was doing. How can they make some adjustments there moving forward? Because if Jock can't play in game two, and he did not sound like a guy after the game who was going to play in game two, a lot more of this is going to have to fall on Jaron Jackson
2: Jr. What can the Lakers do, aside from just say, Anthony Davis, you got that guy? Well, that that's the balance, because as as great as Anthony Davis is, and he was terrific in this game on both sides of the ball, he had a brief Injury scare, a right shoulder stinger that you know, had everybody worried that he might not be yep. able to play the second half. He was able to return and played really well. You don't want to have to put him on that type of an assignment for an entire game just because Jaron Jackson Jr. isn't the scorer that Anthony Davis is, but he's a good player and he's, good, he's a good offensive presence. The problem the Lakers had in this game was – particularly when Jaron Jackson Jr was down low nobody other than AD could handle him like Rui Hachimura was game Jared Vanderbilt was game and i thought both of them did a good job with Jaron Jackson as far as guarding him out on the perimeter you know making him put the ball on the floor so he wouldn't take those threes that, that he can make and often prefers to shoot but once they got closer to the basket he's just he's just too big and overwhelming for him and you know, Mobamba Bamba is not a big part of this rotation and and frankly is not a particularly good post defender as it is. And and Tristan Thompson is strictly a break glass in case of multiple emergencies player. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to be a jerk, but he hasn't played in over a year. Like he, when he got signed to the team, I, I got to be honest, I was kind of shocked. I was thinking, you know, it really does pay to be friends with LeBron and have, you know, a playoff experience with LeBron. But he's he is not somebody you're going to be looking to do to do this with. So, I think they will be looking to strike a balance between putting AD on him and how how much, if nothing else, can Rui or Vanderbilt make Jackson work down low. Because if you can at least make him work, and and it's not easy, then that might be the best you can do. Because AD on him an entire game could could be pretty taxing and i don't know if it pays the dividends they want stay up to date on the la lakers
1: by subscribing to locked on sports today and locked on lakers on youtube or wherever you get podcasts thanks for making locked on sports today your first listen coming up the knicks grabbed a win on the road in game one against the Cavs. before we get to what that means the bucks may have lost more than just their first game of this series with the heat the NBA playoffs rage on and there's no better place to get in on the action than Fandle, America's number one sports book. That's because right now Fandle is giving new customers a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Just go to Fandle.com to sign up today to claim that no-sweat first bet. Then you can wager on everything from the money line to point spreads to which team will win the NBA championship. The 76ers are laying an interesting number of points against the Nets tonight. FanDuel has Philly favored by 10 against Brooklyn. You can do all of this on an app that's safe and secure and super easy to use. So don't miss your shot at a no sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to fanduel.com slash locked on to sign up. Make every moment more with FanDuel.
0: Now, here's what you need to be locked on today.
1: Giannis Antetokounmpo left the Bucks 130-117 Game 1 loss to the Heat early and did not return due to a back injury. Bucks coach Mike Budenholzer said after the game that Antetokounmpo had an x-ray that came back clear. Giannis fell hard to the floor and landed on his back after picking up a charging foul taken by Heat forward Kevin Love with just under two minutes left in the first quarter. He tried to play through it after heading to the locker room but looked hobbled. He went to the bench midway through the second quarter and did not. Return to the game. They say playoff series do not begin until the road team wins a game. Well, the Suns and Clippers got going in Game 1. A poor first half and some opportunistic rebounding by the Los Angeles
3: Clippers. drew the Suns in here in Game 1. Running clean with Lockdown Suns coming to you after the Suns 115-110 to 110 loss. At home. the Clippers in the first round of the playoffs. I believe game ones have gone to the road team almost half the time since the bubble back in 2020. So the Suns not in a position to panic, but their superstar players did not make shots in the first half. They just looked a little groggy out of sorts, not very uh, determined and, and focused executing their offense in the first half. And then defensively, the other side they do make a run in the second half they do hit the gas but only go up six or eight and it's not enough to build a big enough lead to withstand a final Clippers run and what ends up being a victory some nice threes some big plays by Russell Westbrook everything comes together for the Clippers for more on this team listen to Locked On Subs wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Arizona Cardinals Pro Bowl safety Buda Baker wants
2: out. The heart and soul of the Arizona Cardinals, Buda Baker has officially requested a trade, according to multiple reports. I'm Alex Glanson with Lockdown Cardinals. This is exactly what I've been talking about for the last two months. The Arizona Cardinals needed to extend Buda Baker this offseason to be able to check the box and be able to set and forget having the leader of this team continuing to be the leader of this team. I can't comprehend one valid reason for not extending Buda Baker. This is abhorrent. This is institutional failure. This is the Arizona Cardinals. Who's gonna play
1: in Arizona next year? Buda Baker wants out. We know DeAndre Hopkins. Wants out? Are there any veterans that wanna wanna play there? I thought this is where people go late in their careers. Arizona, beautiful. Garrett Cole had a day and now sports an ERA well below one after four starts. Is that right? Am I reading that right?
0: This is Stacey Gottsulis of Locked On Yankees, and the Yankees beat the Twins two nothing behind a very strong pitching performance by Garrett Allen Cole who threw a complete game, only gave up two hits, walked one, struck out 10. He's 4-0 on the season. Still has not given up a home run. DJ LeMayhew drove in both runs, one on a single, one on a solo shot. And this was a marquee matchup. When you looked ahead to this series and saw that it was Garrett Cole against Pablo Lopez, you figured something Good was going to happen, and something good did happen for the Yankees. As I said, Cole, all nine innings, looked really strong. And Pablo Lopez, six innings, two runs, seven strikeouts. Any other day, that could be a quality start and a win for him, but he's up against a guy who's on a mission. Garrett Cole is on some sort of a mission this season, and Yankee fans, yeah, we're lucky to watch this so far, so let's hope he keeps this up. Yankees have an off day on Monday, but we don't. Locked on Yankees will be doing our Minors Monday feature. We'll have everything else you need to know about this game and anything else that comes up. Oh, yes. Injury updates. That's right. We always have those on Locked on Yankees. So tune in. Here is another story you need to know.
1: It was an old school Eastern Conference slugfest. The New York Knicks get a 101-97 win in game one of their Eastern Conference series Donovan Mitchell was scintillating, 38 points, but it was not enough. Jalen Brunson matched with 27. Josh Hart was huge off the bench for the Knicks, and they now lead this contested series one to nothing. Alex Wolf from Locked On Knicks joins me now, and and Alex, as I mentioned, this was a, a terrific game. What gave the Knicks the edge in this one? Physicality,
4: I think, would be where I would go, uh, and that that's a broad term intentionally. Uh, they were hustling for all the loose balls. They were hustling for every rebound. They did what myself and, and my co-host Gavin and a lot of people thought they would do, which was generated a lot of extra opportunities for themselves uh via offensive rebounds by winning the rebounding battle by I think the final tally was 13, 14 that they they won uh the that total in in this game. I mean, that was basically what it came down to because honestly the Knicks didn't have their best game like across the board. Like they were not like Jalen Brunson only played nine minutes in the first half. Uh, Julius Randall started off very strong and then it did not was, not you know, you can't blame him because he was out for like over two weeks with an ankle injury, but seemed to kind of run out of gas in the second half. Uh, the trio of RJ Barrett, Emmanuel quickly and Quentin Grimes did at least offense-wise, like as far as scoring points, basically nothing. They shot like three for 21 combined, and yet the Knicks still gutted this game out, as you said, in large part due to Jalen Brunson really coming alive in that second half and Josh Hart just being an absolute terror across the board and some really clutch, as I said, offensive rebounds right down the stretch of the game. One big one from Isaiah Hardenstein, another big one from Julius Randle to kick it out to Grimes, who made two free throws to his credit to ice the game. Uh just one of those like bona fide team efforts that every fan of a sports team loves to see.
1: Well, and it's one of those games where there was nothing really that fluky about it. You mentioned the shooting mm-hmm. numbers, numbers, Isaiah quickly, oh for five. Quentin Grimes, one for four, RJ Barrett, two for twelve. It wasn't like the role players just came alive, kind of like we saw with the Heat, where a team that doesn't shoot the ball well shot the lights out. So how, how sustainable do you think this game plan is? Obviously, you want your role players to shoot a little bit better, but how sustainable is winning this way for the Knicks in this series, do you think? I mean, specifically against this
4: opponent, very sustainable because the Knicks are one of the best rebounding teams in the NBA and one of the best offensive rebounding teams in the NBA. And the Cavs across the board are one of the worst rebounding teams in the NBA. And that's kind of how the Knicks go about business is they just – like. Uh, someone from my my website, The Strickland, actually wrote a really interesting article about this this past week. About like there was a really interesting dynamic with the Knicks where they were they were a top five offense this year in offensive rating, which is not a place that a Tom Thibodeau team usually finds itself, mm-hmm. and not a place the Knicks usually find themselves. <laughs> and then if you looked at the numbers, you know at least the the traditional metrics you might look at, like true shooting percentage or effective field goal percentage or whatever you know whatever like shooting percentage metric you like they don't actually perform that well they're not the best three point shooting team in the league they're not even the best two point shooting team in the league you know they they kind of underperform as a as a team shooting the ball but they win because they generate so many extra possessions and that's just the name of the game for them they they run a ton of iso and they have guys that are ready to rebound the ball in various positions you know and ready to play misses in certain ways and uh, all in all just hustle the crap out of it and just like get in there get into the thick of things box out get offensive rebounds and generate second opportunities however they can and that's just kind of been the Knicks' game all year and it really I mean it literally just won them this game against the Cavs and yet as I said if you know if even just one of those three guys of Emmanuel quickly RJ Barrett or Quentin Grimes starts shooting the ball better then this turns into a totally different series. Stay up to date all year on the New
1: York Knickerbockers by subscribing to Locked on Sports today and Locked on Knicks on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Coming up, playoff basketball suits Sacramento. So we all know how ExpressVPN protects your privacy and security online, right? But there's something you might not know. You can also use ExpressVPN to unlock movies and shows that are only available in other countries. So if you're like me and you've run out of stuff to watch on Netflix, or they have a live stream that doesn't exactly work right, well then you can use ExpressVPN to binge The Office on UK Netflix, it's simple. Just fire up the ExpressVPN app, change your location to the UK, refresh Netflix, and bang, ExpressVPN lets you control where you want sites to think you're located. You can choose from almost a hundred different countries. So just imagine all the Netflix libraries you can get through. You can watch Parasite on South Korean Netflix. But it's not just Netflix. ExpressVPN works with any streaming service, Hulu, BBC, iPlayer, YouTube, you name it. There are hundreds of VPNs out there, but the reason I use ExpressVPN to watch shows is because it's ridiculously fast. I don't even notice it's on. There's no buffering, no lag. You can stream in HD without any problems and it works on all of your devices. So if you wanna get access to hundreds of new shows, go to expressvpn.com locked right now and you can get an extra three months free of ExpressVPN. That's expressvpn.com slash locked, expressvpn.com slash locked to learn more. It's been a long time since Kings fans got to celebrate a playoff team in their home arena. As Locked on Kings host Matt George says, the fans and the team rose to the occasion. You, Sacramento, delivered Everything that
3: I have dreamed of for the last 17 years, everything that I have dreamed of and imagined and thought about going from my childhood through my teenage years to young adult years now and and now uh, well into my career, you delivered tonight in a way that I can't even properly put into words. And I can't even properly express my gratitude for the moments that you gave me, the moments that you gave all of us. The volume in this building was absolutely Incredible, and I hope everybody who was inside the arena outside the arena, watching from home, wherever you were watching this Kings game tonight, I hope you felt how special it was. This win should make the Sacramento Kings feel very confident going into the remainder of the series. Now, I don't think the Kings should leave this building tonight going, oh, we're going to sweep the Golden State Warriors. We got this in the bag. Because if they do, they're going to be in big trouble. And I'm almost guaranteeing you nobody in that locker room, on that coaching staff, really nobody in this building, despite the Kings winning, no fan even as as, as um, with as much... Alcohol or or help uh, in in that way, uh, as lubricated as they were, happy as they were based off of that. I even even feel like even you understand like this series is far, far, far from over. However, the Kings can feel extremely confident going into the remainder of the series. Why? Because they managed to beat the Golden State Warriors in a game
1: where Sacramento's offense did not look great. Remember, this was a team not that long ago. That was in jeopardy of leaving Sacramento, of going to Seattle potentially because of mismanagement, both from ownership and from the front office. It was a nightmare. This after those Rick Adelman, Chris Weber, Mike Bibby, Kings teams were supremely entertaining when that was the most hostile environment in the NBA. Those Kings fans deserved To have a team exactly like this. And to see them in game one light the beam, which is just an unimpeachable celebration. And to see the streets around the arena flooded with people is a reminder that good stewardship of an organization in almost every city where these professional sports franchises reside is so vital. And when you have a vibrant team, a team like this, you're going to bring fans out. The fan base was there. They loved this team. They were embarrassed by this team for a long time. And now they no longer have to be. And finally, the University of Georgia introduced Boom, its new 10-month-old English Bulldog as UGA 11. During a pregame ceremony at Sanford Stadium prior to the Bulldogs' spring game Saturday afternoon. UGA 11, by the way, is my rap name. The transfer of power, as it was described, was completed as UGA 10's collar was taken off and placed on boom to a roar of cheers and boom from the crowd in Athens. UGA 10, also known as Q, goes into retirement as the winningest mascot in Georgia history. The dogs were 91-18 and 18 during his tenure, including back-to-back college football playoff national titles. Some big shoes to fill and presumably poop in. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Now go find your favorite team's Locked On podcast and make them your second listen. Coming up tomorrow, will the defending champion Warriors even the series with the Kings? So at least until tomorrow, stay Locked
2: On Sports today.